welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of May 26th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. What up? And we got Goody with us again this week. He seems to be kind of a mainstay. He's been sticking yeah. around and joining each week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Usually, uh, I got nowhere to go. Usually, we've <laughs> run people off by now. Yeah. So that's <laughs> You're not getting like Drake. That easy. He, Drake was here for like two or three weeks, and then he's like, "Nope, I gotta go do rock star stuff." <laughs> that's true. Oh god, some of the shit that he said on rock star lifestyle. Yeah, the rock star game developer. He's uh, one of uh, many. Remember that one that one episode where he fell asleep at the end? That was funny. That was really funny. So, sorry, guys. I passed out on my desk. <laughs> he texted us like an hour later. Sorry, I was still recording. I had fallen he was, asleep. Yeah, he, he sent me the full recording and everything, and I had to edit out like an hour and a half of silence. He legit and snoring. Yeah. Yes. It was really he cool. Had, Saturday, he goes out and just like parties and you know schmoozes with people. He lives yeah. in LA. Like, LA. He lives in Hollywood, I think. Right? Yeah, he lives like... Or he did. Across the street from the Chinese theater or something. Yeah. Um, That's good to know. Now I know where the bar is to not be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so useful. He's our man on the floor for E3, which yeah. we don't have this year. So Damn. He's completely uh, lost all usefulness to us. Damn it. All right. So let's jump into the things we're playing. We've been playing some some pretty good, you know, some pretty good games here. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about a few of these. Um, continuing, <laughs> uh, continuing our, our quarantine... Uh, kind of deep dive into you know back lap, backlogs and uh kind of more unusual games i think oh yeah yeah, in the back. yeah so uh talking about one of the newer things that have come out kind of unusual we've been excited about it. i feel like we've been talking about it for the better part of a year yeah um, since i saw the announcement yeah uh man eater came out last week and Damn. both of uh filter cord and myself picked it up so how are you getting along with it it's really interesting. It's really funny. Like, um, as you're playing, it's it's really good. I don't know if we had known about this ahead of time or if I just forgot about it or whatever. But um, as you're playing, there's, like, a, like, nature documentary voice that's, like, <laughs> yes. talking about what's going on. So, like, you'll do stuff. Like, you'll you'll attack a certain type of, like, fish or, like, eat it or something in the environment. And it's, like, um, interestingly, uh, these... Uh, creatures are usually from the North Pacific, so I'm not sure why they're in this environment. <laughs> it's just like the developers were like, "Hey, it'd be cool if this fish was here," and they just didn't give a shit about like, like natural like wood fish actually live in this environment or not. I can yeah, you. yeah. I think I, I think my favorite piece um, so far, just out of everything that I've heard, was um, a sunken like bayou fan boat, mm. and it had. There's four seats in the front and then the two high seats in the back. Right. Uh, like in so front of the fan. Yes. There's a guy sitting at the very front on the right if you're standing behind the boat. And then the back lower seats, there's a guy on the left. And then right above him, there's one guy. And it's it, they're skeletons. They're all dead. And the mm. guy in the back doesn't have a head because the dude in front of him has a gun over his shoulder. Hmm. Because when they got into whatever crash they were in, the trigger went off and blew the dude's head off. Um, And it says, uh, instead of going out on a fan boat, they probably should have taken a gun safety course. That's funny. I was like, shit. Gotta keep your finger off the trigger, you know? Yeah, and there was... uh, Like, you can tell they're having fun with it. There there was one spot where there was just... um, uh, 
tons of uh, bodies that have been like sunk by the mob. Hmm. They have like oh, chains with, like, with bricks on their feet, holding yeah. them down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can bite at the bodies, but they just kind of like bounce like buoys. Yeah, that's, that's so. Funny. Yeah, they're they're having a lot of fun with it. This feels yeah. it feels really like an arcade game. It does. It really reminds me. It, it it gives me really similar vibes to like Crazy Taxi. Okay. Yeah. And that it's like it's just doing crazy shit. A lot of the game is just like moving fast and doing funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, like launching yourself out of the water to try to collect these like collectible license plates, um, which are like on land. So you yeah. just like shoot up, like rocket out and land on this like bayou pier, and start like trying to wiggle your way over to it as you slowly suffocate. <laughs> you're just like flopping on yeah. land and you know you're going for that or you're trying to attack like um like humans or something and you're just yeah. this like fish blob like flopping on the on land trying to eat whatever it can yep is yeah it'd be like that is there like a goal to the game or is it pretty much just no <laughs> eat things and get uh get the best killing machine you can like yeah there's a story that's going on so there's it's actually like this... a cool story yeah yeah oh, okay um there's, like, a ton of, like... Like, you and the main villain sort of have the same backstory. There's a villain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Um, like, Crawdad a... Pete or something? It's, like, Scaly Pete or something. Scaly like Pete. Shark. No. Okay. It's a man. Yeah, he's a... Um, shark hunter, basically. He's a shark hunter. His dad was a shark hunter. He's a shark hunter. Yeah. Uh, his kid is a marine biologist. Got him. So, it's the shark's Ahab. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reverse white whale situation. Okay. And, um... But yeah, I mean, the it's... It's interesting, because, like, the game has, like, such funny, cutesy shit. But then, like, your actual, like, shark's story is, like, really, like... Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> it's, it's just very strange. Um, they, they were having so much fun with this. Like, just yeah. unimaginably... Like... It, it's such a cool project. It's really interesting... Um, the environments are like really gorgeous. Yeah, uh, I mean it's not something you think about, and it it was it, it reminds me of like when I was talking about like uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, mm-hmm. there's a whole living world underwater in GTA Five, and right, you know this that that's its main thing. So of course the underwater is incredibly interesting with. Tons of you know environmental storytelling objects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of storytelling. Like this guy fucked up and all these crates fell in the water, mm-hmm. or this guy got drunk and ramped his golf cart into the, uh, like into the water hazard at the golf course. Right. And how does it tell you <clears> that <throat> stuff? Is it like in narration or is it? Just no, you just text you. Well, no. sometimes there will be a little like we were saying with that narrator voice. That's like um, it'll say like. Oh, it looks like he confused yeah. the the brake and the gas or something. And it's that's yeah. really all you get, but you just kind of I mean it's it's kind of like Fallout where you can just tell you what piece the it idea is, yeah. I mean, I like yeah. that kind of like when the world just kind of gives you the story, it's not really told to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's 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 really it's really cool in uh, you know, that regard of like you're putting the pieces together yourself. Um, and then the other bit of storytelling is when you start fucking with humans, mm, they um, don't like that. People get mad, and when they get mad, they get on boats and they chase you. 
Um, and they shoot harpoons in your ass. And they shoot harpoons at you, and then you have to, like, try to eat them all, or, you know, there's really no getting away. You basically have to run away, yeah. if, you know, if you want to go that route. Um, but after a bit, they will send a um, notable shark hunter after you. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, different levels of... Like, it's like the bounty system. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's They're like really your nemesis. Like, like GTA with the wanted... Yeah, the wanted kind of. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it even has like a... They're searching for you and they can't find you uh-huh. type of thing. So it's very... It's weird. It's very GTA about it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, your like mega nemesis, uh, Scaly Pete. He's always... Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, he, like... He, he, you don't run into him, uh, at least not to where I'm at. I've never ran into him. But you're still getting all of these story pieces from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's 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 kind of interesting that, like, they don't... Like, I'm surprised they didn't go the route of, like, when your shark dies, you kind of start over. Which is what I kind of expected. Yeah. Um, but no, like, when your shark... When, when, when you get got, you just kind of, like... Basically respawn. Waste. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there's still a lot to go. I was checking out the full map. I, st- I started going back and trying to do all of the uh, like little things that I missed. Mm-hmm. But Just like trying like, to 100% the map, basically. Yeah, there's some areas you just can't. Um, like the second yeah, I, area where I'm at, there's just things that I can't. I, I couldn't do. Yeah, um, I it'll think now I can go back, but it's kind of Metroidish where it's like, hey, you'll get back to this in you know five hours when you get some upgrades or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty kind so, of weird. I mean, it's not something that you'd expect from a game of the style, right? The map has like four or five uh, areas that I feel like I haven't been to yet. Yeah, and I've been to like I think three areas at this point. So. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be something... It's going to be something just fun to continue playing. Yeah. Um, Not something to, like, focus on playing, of course. Right, yeah. this I feel like this would never be my main game. But this is, like, a really good break from the main game, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you guys are still out there looking to, um, you know, looking to pick this up, a really good place to pick this up right now for the next little bit um, is the Epic Game Store. You can get uh, 10 bucks off. Right. Um, so and that, that's where I picked it up, which is awesome, um, and definitely well worth that cost. Like I love looking, going to the grotto and customizing my shark and just looking at it. Well, yeah, the grotto it itself is so just cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, each uh, each of the main areas has like a um, has like, like your evolution pit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, this is where I live, and there's all this shit in there. Like, kind of from the area. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, like, signs and, um, you know, like, uh, one of them has, like, one of those, like, submarine. Uh, it's kind of like a submarine. It's, like, what ex- uh, explorers use to, like, look at, like, wrecked ships and stuff. Right. Like, what they found the Titanic with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and they're all, uh, you, you know where your grotto is based on. There's, like, a, um, like, an illuminated, like, cord of sort. That mm. like shows you, hey, this is where the entrance is at, because it can be kind of hard to uh, determine where things are when it's all just kind of like rock and yeah. coral, or in the bayou's case, mud, mud and catfish. Yeah. 
cool. It's really cool. It's, it's really good. Like I said, uh, it's really gorgeous. Like, this is the highest production value shark game probably ever. Yeah, no, I, like, I don't I, know what would compare. I, I, I mean, I played this game. You can get this game on, basically get this game on, um, like grab it on mobile but it's like a 2d thing where you're just kind of like going down trying to see how long you can survive as a shark um but this is something completely different the yeah. the third um you know the third dimension is really really crazy yeah so yeah um definitely uh, if my recommendation is if you're looking for something to do this is definitely a good one to uh to pick up right now especially yeah. because you know if you're already if you've already burned through your backlog uh you know looking for something this could be it cool cool all right let's move right along goody you've been you've been diving into your backlog as well right uh <laughs> yeah i've been diving into the backlog uh now that i finished final fantasy 7 um i'm uh well in the meantime well, i'm also go- jumping into a hard mode on final fantasy 7 so yeah yeah how's think- how's how's that I mean that's going that's going pretty well. I'm um I don't know if we want to talk about a lot of it now or going to we're going to do a spoiler cast later. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just curious. You know, how's the hard mode? I feel like the spoiler cast we're really going to dig into yeah. like um, the story. So it's like what you know what what is the difference that you're really the, seeing? The hard modes. Uh, well, okay. So so far I'm having fun with the hard mode. I've only I think I just finished the yeah I just finished the first chapter. Um, mm-hmm. So I killed the spider the the scorpion tank and um we just got out of the the reactor um and i mean the difference is obviously the enemies are harder there are i did notice some new attacks that bosses have um because when the scorpion when i was fighting the scorpion tank um there's that section where it shoots like the laser and you have to get behind cover Mm -hmm. well the sneaky bastard shoots the cover destroys it and then charges another laser right after and hits again Mm. So you gotta get the fuck out of the way. So I think along the way, some of the bosses are gonna have like new attacks. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> or modified of, versions of the same attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, I'll yeah. get further into that and see what the differences are. But that's like one of the the main differences I saw, at least with the boss battle. Um, one of the other big things that is a change is you can no longer use items in hard mode. Yes. You can't use them in battle, and you can't <clears throat> use them out of battle either. But so, do they give? Do they continue to give you? Items? Yeah, you could still. I was noticing you could still pick them up in chests and stuff, but you can't use them. Um, I can't even go into the menu and like, and use them. So that'll just be something to get hmm. used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does. I kind of like what it does in combat because it it forces you to think about team synergy a little more. Because I don't know if everybody did. The, I I played. You know, when you go through the regular, um, the regular playthrough, there was a lot of. People die. Oh, use a phoenix down real quick. Oh, Tifa doesn't have healing. Give give Cloud a, a high potion or whatever. Um, you don't have that anymore. So I was fighting the spider tank, and Cloud had cure. Um, Cloud had healing materia. Barrett Barrett didn't have. I had him. I think I had him with auto cure, which I since changed because I think it's kind of useless. Um, yeah. But Cloud died, and then Barrett was left fighting the tank, and I realized. Oh, I don't have any Phoenix Downs, and nobody has uh, revive, uh, reviving uh, materia. Mm. Uh, I'm kind of screwed right now. And Barrett doesn't even have Cure on himself, so he can't heal himself. So I pretty Yikes. much that that was kind of a wash. And then I had yeah. to, I had to rethink 
everybody's materia, like the team's materia, and it's making me think about synergy in a way. So now I got uh, Barrett's got um, revival materia, so he can raise people. Cloud, <clears throat> Cloud, I'm running with. Um, there's an item I forget what it's called, but it essentially gets him like a free. Um, no, I'm sorry, I give that to Barrett. It gives Barrett like a free. If he goes down, Cloud doesn't have revival. It gives him like a free, um, a basically Phoenix down instantly as soon as he dies, and then the item breaks. Mm. Um, that's cool. And then giving Barrett some 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 healing material as well. Um, so it's kind of cool, and I, w- I want to go further. It's going to make me think about team synergy a little more when I go into these fights. Um, mm, so sure. I'm enjoying that so far. Um, nice. And then I know there's uh, there's <clears throat> at least differences in some of the items that I'm acquiring also. Like the – I forget what they're called, the manuscripts or whatever that you get that give you like 10 SP so you can level up your weapons – yeah. Uh, more. There are more in hard mode that will allow you to upgrade the weapons even further. Oh, nice. So, I want to <clears> see <throat> what other... I know there are two secret boss battles as well. At least two two that I want to get to. So, um, I'm having fun with that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, for those of you listening, uh, be on the lookout. We're going to do our spoiler cast um, on Final Fantasy. And then, um, you know, permitting... Maybe across the next few months, we'll be doing maybe one a month. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't think... I think this one will kind of count as the one for June. Um, and then in July, we'll have one. And then in August, we'll probably have one. Uh, so, just be on the lookout for that. And, um, you know, let us know what you think. This is kind of like... We really want to get back and do... Like, I, I really want to get back and do a uh, story mode... Um, but it's kind of interesting. I've been thinking about how things can kind of be wrapped together. Hmm. And I'm like, a story mode spoiler cast could be really good. You know, where we talk about the whole, like the whole story of Hmm. a game, but as well, like maybe we've just freshly played it. Um, I don't know. Just some stuff, uh, thinking out loud right now. Um, but Aside from Final Fantasy, of course, you were digging into your backlog, and it looked like you were playing uh, a, a Switch title that I missed out on. That I yeah, didn't get to play. Um, yeah, I cracked out the old the old Switch. I haven't touched in a in a little bit. Um, I figured while I uh, while I go through Final Fantasy, I crack it in my backlog. And a couple months ago, I got Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. <clears throat> I think I got it. It was like fifteen bucks with like the DLC and stuff. So I was like, oh. You know, I always wanted to play it. I should, I should grab it. So, and I never played it. Now it seems like the perfect time of like, like we said, going through, going through old stuff. Um, and I don't know if I, I, you just said you haven't played it. I don't know if, if, uh, if anybody else has played it. But um, mm. filter, did you play uh, Mario and Rapids? I did a little bit. Um, I didn't get super into it. I was hoping that it would just be like, you know, the Nintendo version of XCOM or whatever. It kind of is a very XCOM light yeah. Um, yeah. kind of game. It was just a little too light for me because I play so many of the tactics games that, like, mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't get super into it. No, yeah. Um, it, it seems very light. I mean, it it's gotten a little deeper than I thought it was. I've, I've only, yeah. I think I've only finished the, the second world, whatever the second place is. I don't think they're called, they're probably called worlds. Um, it's a Mario game, but um, yeah, it started out very, very light. You have characters; they can do an attack and they can move. 
Um, and then as I go deeper into it, I'm like, oh, you get new weapons. Oh, there's a skill tree as well. I, I just, I just think I just hit the skill tree that all the characters have skill trees, um, which I wasn't expecting, which is kind of a nice surprise. Mm. <clears throat> um, but it is very XCOM light. Um, I'll see further. But I, I always wanted to play it because I, I like. I don't know. There was the aesthetic of uh, anything in the Mario world. Kind of like, um, just feels like comfort food to me. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Rabbids is a funny. Uh, the game's actually pretty funny. Uh, in some of the the Rabbids, bring some comedy into it and stuff. Um, but I I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I want to go further into it, see how much deeper it gets. Um, and yeah, I'm nice. gonna keep playing it. <clears throat> nice, nice. Yeah, that one looked that one looked good for me. But I think it was the same thing. I was like kind of worried that um, it would be it would be too light and then I would just be like not bored of it but just yeah. kind of like oh man I, I mean I, I thought me. it was going to be and then I started reading like when it came out I saw reviews and people were like oh this is actually pretty good um, for a game like I thought it was going to be I don't know uh, Mario and Sonic or something mm-hmm. um, kind of like a super light game uh, but the uh, the reviews came out and people kind of enjoyed it. So I always had it in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, I, w- I want to check it out when, whenever I get a chance. I don't know if I want to spend 60 bucks on it right now, but... Um, yeah, and it's just a, it's also an interesting game because the first time I can think of Nintendo just hands out their license to somebody. Right. Which is super it, interesting. Yeah, yeah, this was of all, interesting. Yeah, of all the crossovers, like, oh yeah, the Rabbits team? Yeah, sure. You can have Mario. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do remember that coming up, and they were like, it, it was just super interesting because, like, out of nowhere, kind of, it was just like, hey, we're teaming up with Ubisoft. It was like, yeah. what, 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 okay. what? Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> but uh, cool. yeah, if anybody's thinking about it, I'd say check it out. There's there's some uh, exploration stuff that I wanted. That it seems like there's going to be a lot of backtracking, um, with like some challenges to like get points to level up your characters even further you can kind of i don't want to say grind but you can do extra things to like level them level. up a little bit better and stuff um and there's characters mm-hmm. to unlock i just unlocked regular luigi because there is mm-hmm. like a, a rabbits version of characters and then the regular version um but it's fun i'd, I'd recommend it if you if you thought about it you could probably find it for pretty cheap right now all right cool so, uh, Filter, you have a new one as well. Yeah, so I've been playing play. also a very uh, cartoony, colorful, relaxing, kind of chill game. Uh, Islanders uh, came out quite a while ago. Let me look who made this thing. But um, Islanders is the New York hockey team. Yes, folks. <laughs> they are. Um, so the game was made by uh, Grizzly Games. Um Let's see what all else they've done, but it's like a very laid back, um, sort of a kind of like a mini game um, city builder, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, so yeah, they've made the they've made a game where you're like managing a space station. Uh, That's the only game they show off, despite having a more successful game. That's really weird, but um, yeah, they've had some really cool. Um, stuff come out and uh it's it's just such a relaxing like you get these weird little islands and then you are 
you'll get like a pack. So you'll ask for, it'll, it'll pop up randomly and let's say you pick like the farming pack. So you get like a little windmill that gets bonuses based on where um, farm fields are. And then you'll get like two or three farm field tiles mm -hmm. where you'll kind of, they get bonuses being next to additional farm fields and being next to a windmill and like being next to other things. So you'll get that. That's like your first pack. You put that on this little lonely island, right? And then you like, you click, you know, new item again, and you'll get maybe like a, a lumber yard pack. So you'll get like uh, lumberjacks and a plank processing facility, basically. And then you start putting those together, and then you get um, another pack. It's like the city pack. So you put a city center, and then you put buildings around it, and you get like luxury buildings and regular buildings, and then you're continuing to just build on that more and more trying to pick up as much um as many points as possible basically and uh these points go into your score which allows you to rank up and get a new um it basically allows you to get those new item packs and then it also allows you to get uh to go to a new island so then when you when you either get bored or when you run out on your score you get the maximum score that you're going to be able to get you click that go to new island button and you just move on to the next place and start over um so it's it's definitely uh it's really simple it's not like you're doing some sim city shit or anything right um yeah but it can get pretty complex just as the game goes on because eventually you're getting like you know thousands or you know, hundreds of thousands of points that you're trying to hit. And, uh, things scale up a little bit as you go on. So, like, the longer you play the game, the you'll get more and more points for putting down the same thing. But it doesn't scale up as fast as the required number of points does. So, eventually you kind of run yourself into a corner, mm. for sure. But, uh, <clears throat> it's really fun, really relaxing. Um, you can play through, like, three or four games in, you know... 15 20 minutes so um definitely what i've been enjoying a lot it really reminds me of that apple arcade game uh i think it's like outlanders Mm-hmm. yep yeah it really reminds me of that um i mean just the art style and kind of like what you know what what you got going on in the game yeah, yeah pretty cool it seems pretty cool it's kind of like uh like you said it seems very relaxing like a almost like a solitaire kind of game where you're playing by yourself and you're just making this um, making it essentially like an engine that just works on its own to gain you points and keep raising. Mm. It's yeah. kind of cool. <clears throat> For sure. It's definitely an interesting one. Yeah, where did you pick this one up at? I've been playing it on Steam. Okay. I had it a long time ago. Um, I just never really got around to playing it. And then, you know, extra free time equals yeah. extra game time. So yeah. now that's what I've been yeah. doing. Now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah. Now more than ever, you can buy our products. <laughs> All right. And for me, the last thing I've been playing, and I thought I've been at the end of it for four days, uh, is Red Dead Redemption 2, which begs the question. Unbeatable. It never ends. Does this game drag on too long? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it is it worth it? It. At this yes. point, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, There's definitely a like when you're at the like ranch, the first time like when you think that the game's over and then it's like, hey, you're at the ranch, see if you can get a job or whatever. That's when it's like, okay, this thing needs to fucking be over. <laughs> yes, and you're like, good god, 
It and just, then the best moment in the entire game comes when you build the house. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah. You're going to hate it. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, there's already been so many spots that I've just absolutely hated. And it was good, but I, I hated how it played out. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It couldn't have been any better than this, right? Yep. So. <clears throat> really do be like that. Yeah, there, there's, a, you know, a ton of things that are going on. There's so many moving parts as you're getting closer to what, you know, most people would think as the end of the mm. game. Um, and then even after that, I think you were saying before, this is like probably, realistically, a good probably eight hours, even after that. Yeah. Um, it's, so, it's like a Return of the King Extended Edition. Like, yeah. there's, it actually never ends. It just keeps fading out and coming back with a new story. Yeah, it's kind of like you get a good chance to see repercussions mm. of what happened and, you know, how and it, things yeah. live after. It really interestingly tries to set up, like, the first game, like Red Dead Redemption 1, which is a mm-hmm. sequel to Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. So, yeah, the naming was not great on that. But um, it really, like, it, it ties everything up, I think. Uh, there's no, like, mystery of, like, well, how did uh, so-and-so get to live on the mountaintop? And it's like, this game gives you everything. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. It was a good one. Yep, I'm still not quite there, so I feel like there's still a few things that I'm very interested to see how they played out and how, you know, things are going forward. It, realistically, I remember playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I remember like the key components of the game but i don't remember the details i don't remember a lot of the people the minor like not minor characters but like the side characters they're like wait did that person live or did they die you know like who like i know specific people in red or i know the main guy in red red dead one um john he like he killed people and he talked about you know his past a little bit as you're going through of course Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, which of those people did he kill? Yeah. Were there's were there some of these ones that he killed in one that I don't know. So yeah, it, it it's they set themselves up to have a really uh, you know a really interesting story, and they they really this game is their like they've done it with you know both of the other Red Dead Redemption. Or, you know, both Red Dead Redemptions now. Um, mm-hmm. Of, like... it. I don't know. I'm trying not to, <laughs> trying not to spoil stuff at the same right. time. But they, they, they have a gameplay piece that they've used in both games at this point. Um, and it's really interesting. And what, you kind of see it span... Like, not generations, but kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, generations of outlaws. Well, there are certain things that are like... Uh, it's interesting because basically what they came down to was... When you ask, like, what is what makes a Grand Theft Auto game, right? Mm-hmm. It is an escalation of, you know, committing crimes. Like, it's a simulation of a world, but not the real world, right? And it's like an escalation of crimes. It is, you know, it's a number of things. There, that formula with Red Dead is, again, something that is, you know, really spoilery. But one of the main things is, you know, um, you're... 
don't spoil anything. But it's, it's like, really hard. Their, yeah. their idea <laughs> of what Red Dead Redemption is is really interesting. Where it's like, um, it's it's about redemption, but it's also about another word in the title. <laughs> so it's it's really fascinating how they, you know, the games are very different. And in fact, you you know in the in Red Dead Two, you play as the people that you're basically killing in Red Dead Redemption. But yes, um, I don't know. You, but I you can't remember see... which ones. Well, that's you, my yeah, problem. I, I can't fucking you can, remember. You can go look it up, and it's pretty. It's not who you would necessarily think, but um, yeah. it's uh, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, characters. That, I mean, even where I'm at, the like, I still like. Um, some of the characters that you know you're surrounding yourself with mm. um, like uh, Charles and Sadie um, yep. big fans of those guys those guys were, um, you know like kind of points in the story that are like a lot of stuff feels hopeless in this game yeah I mean it's in just the same way that Red Dead Redemption 1 was very much like a big part of the story was um kind of the death of the west as a concept right yeah and like mm-hmm. cowboys basically didn't exist at this point and that's something that they they push on you throughout the game is that a lot of characters like these uh the fbi agents that you're talking to in the first game are they're basically like look this time of cowboys and indians and outlaws is over you know like we're putting in like there's cars like cars exist they're not really here yet but they're out there right Mm -hmm. and like um i think at one point they reference like the um uh the uh like the wright brothers testing and like figuring out flight and it's like this game and so red dead redemption one and la noir are 20 years apart and it, like within a lifetime and like yeah. you just you don't consider that when you oh. look back on it it seems like the wild west was like you know 1500 to 1700 and mm-hmm. then the you know the upstart of the hollywood era was like you know 1800 to 1900 but they they were it was directly rapid. consecutive yeah and this is kind of it. when um yeah it's when society we, you know we've entered this era now that we our culture advances so quickly and like 90s culture is almost completely foreign at this point right like yeah if somebody was saying if somebody was speaking as if they were living in the 90s it would almost be alien it would be hard to understand what they were saying if you're a kid who grew up in the 2000s right yeah and like that i don't know that any other era has really been like that i mean even like if you think about the renaissance and the enlightenment and all that kind of shit that happened over the course of hundreds of years, you know? And um, this is the beginning of that time when, when culture was so quick. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. And yeah, it is kind of like a dead, like, the cowboy is like a dead fantasy. It's kind of like medieval knights and, like, kingdoms and, like, you know, honorable, chivalrous, whatever. Or the Japanese, it's, like, samurai. The Japanese samurai is, like, a great example because... It's such a cool era, and it's so romanticized. Obviously, mm-hmm. it sucked to live through, of course. <laughs> but, like, you know, it 
it's something that's just dead. It's not like it is dying out. It's not like it's a forbidden thing that you can only do if you live in Scotland or something. It's like it's literally gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And these guys were really, really trying to hang on to it. <clears throat> yeah. They, 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 were, they wanted to continue to live their, right. um, you know, their, their freedom. I mean, that's what they were. They were free. They could do whatever they wanted, whether they were com- it hurt people or not. Right. And it's like, it's funny because they, like, Dutch kind of sees himself as a, like, Robin Hood type figure. Yeah. And a lot of these outlaws did. I mean, it's kind of like looking at, like, um, like, if you look at the mafia in the L.A. Noir time period, they did good stuff. Like, they would feed their community when they needed it. They did disaster recovery. Mm-hmm. But they were able to do that because they were absolutely wrecking everybody else's life. Right? Right, right. So, like, they did that, be- they were able to do that because they were powerful. They were not powerful for any good reason. And right? some of these, and some of the characters in here, like, specifically, you know, the character you're playing as, Arthur, he he's like, you know, he really feels like he's Robin Hood. Because right. he's like, we used to do good stuff. You know, we used to help people sometimes. Right. It wasn't all just for, you know, just helping ourselves. Right. And, and it's, uh, the, 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 like retiring to go live in an island in the the uh tahiti. caribbean the tahiti or whatever like that's a big thing where it's like uh, i mean i think people can see that I, I think one reason why this is so popular is because it resonates now right that people are like well i'm gonna bust my ass for 40 years and then i'll be able to retire and go live in boca raton yeah. and it's like i, I think everybody I knows that you know? everybody knows that tahiti's <laughs> you know the the ideal of tahiti is not real like they were never gonna go to live on this island in peace. No, it's just not who they are, right? Yeah. If they um, would have even went there, it would have been a bloodbath anyway. Right. I mean, look what they did on Cuba. Holy shit. Yeah. And it's like, um, and it's very interesting. It's it's a really like it's a sad game. It is. But also, it's it's hopeful. Action packed. It, it's it's very action packed, but it, it does end. I mean, it's it's kind of like. Um, before the show started, we were talking about um, Miyazaki films, um, the Studio Ghibli stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it weird that the two Miyazakis are just total opposites of each other? <laughs> and um, they're like, I, I, I think the a lot of the Ghibli films are really sad, but they're they still end they're they're still hopeful. So like a lot of the kids are like neglected by their families, or they have some kind of horrible illness or something. But um, you know they're 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 typically aside from a few they're typically very hopeful too. That's like people in these games and in, in, uh, in these movies. I mean, are like they're kind to each other for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of matches with Red Dead in a little bit of a way that these guys are all uh, and gals. There's a couple of them mm-hmm. are they're rejects. They can't survive in regular society um they basically have no ability to live a normal life right so it's like are they wrong for what they do it kind of but they're left with no other choice i mean it know? does feel like i don't know I, I still go back to hopeless because there, there's like they almost it, it just almost seems like there's no way they're going to make it out of this not in the way that they came into it 
for that right. fact. That's like, true. I mean, I guess the the way that I say hopeful is that these characters that clearly have no there's there's no path forward, right? Yeah. Like again, talking about uh, Arthur, like Arthur is a doomed character, and oh, really all yeah. of these people are, right? Yep. But he is able to find something to look forward to, the, even as, as they a, know that Tahiti's not happening. Yeah, he found a silver lining, and he's right. like, "This is." He dedicates no, the, himself the, to it. Yeah, he dedicates yeah. himself to something at the end, you know, at the end of the game right. to make it happen. Um, and it sort of, I mean, it happens for, the, in the short that's term. The, that's the redemption. Yeah. yeah. and He it gets his redemption in the it. short term. It doesn't, yeah, yeah it's not long term. It doesn't solve the universe, but it's something. He makes it yeah, worth he, something. Yeah he, yeah, he made it worth something. And now someone's like, you know, people's lives could be, could have been better. We right. don't know. It's, we don't know the alternative. They could have been the really, exact same. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's cool. I've never. I haven't played it yet, either one or two, because so I never put it on. But the way you guys mm-hmm. are describing it, like, really makes play it one first. Um, <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I mean, it seems like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if mean, you're gonna like, play it, the story, like, but yeah, if you're gonna play it, you have to play one first because you are not going to be able to go back and play one after playing two. That's true. Yeah, but if you can play them in that in that order. I don't know. Sick. I think two would be really sick. Like I'm seeing, like getting close to yeah. because uh, you know the payoff is this game two is a prequel to one, and the payoff yeah. is let's you know let let's let's butt these games right up to each other. Mm-hmm. So um, you know you could finish two pretty much and then walk right into one, and it would feel oh, yeah. weaker. It would be I mean, nice if they did yeah. a, um, a a full remake of one story remake. in two's engine. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about. I, I don't. I don't want to remaster. I, I just want it to be. Just um, put it in two's engine. Smoother. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. So uh, simply recreate one of the best games of all time in <laughs> one of the other best games of all time that's ten years newer. It's not that hard, right. guys. Come on. Okay. With that, lazy I devs. Of, I have a lot of gripes about this game. Though. Yeah, like it sure. feels, it feels so. I don't know why it feels so old to me. Well, it's got that classic like Rockstar like batshit insane control scheme. Yeah, it's, it's like so uh, everything is completely realistic. Like when you walk, your character gains momentum, and it's difficult for them to stop that momentum. And if you're moving forward quickly, you can't turn on a dime because that's realistic or whatever. And it's like. Dude, if I wanted to see this shit realistically, I would go rob like Home Depot or something. Like, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I want it to be a fucking, I want it to be a fucking video game. You would get killed with a two by four like immediately. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, half of the people there are probably armed. Yeah, that's true. blow my fucking legs off. That's the wrong place to rob. That's yeah, why you yeah, never hear of anyone sure. robbing there's, a Home Depot. There's, there's sure. coming at you. There's, there's oh, Home Depot's never been robbed in history. I think it. they sell bears. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they're not there to be sold. They're there to help you reach <laughs> items on high shelves. <laughs> can I help you? Can I help you with uh, your items to your car? Uh, I don't know. Can you? And he like opens your back door and ah, some honey. And, and he like, what he the has fuck? The right to bear arms. Mm, he does. <laughs> there it we is. All do. That's the joke we've been trying to make. God bless him. It's not good. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see how this wraps up. Um, I'm in. I think it's chapter two of the epilogue. Yeah. So I think there's probably only like one, you know, like one more chapter, maybe. Um, you would be surprised. I, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm right on the cusp of uh, building a house. 
So, and like, I have all of the tools and all of the materials. It's, you know, about getting that thing, you know, uh, made up and everything. So, it, I, I'm thinking that I probably have a couple more hours, like, maybe, like, two more hours of this. Mm. Um, and then that's probably... That's probably it. Now, is this just a regular playthrough, or this game... I don't know if this game had DLC stuff afterwards. I don't think it did. No, there's no single-player DLC, okay. I don't think. Okay, no, so you're not playing... So this long game is just the regular game that you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I've been playing this game since 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, it, it's... It, other things came out, and the beginning of this game, um, if you do sit down and play it, it's slow. Hmm. I, I unfortunately like unfortunately it's a really slow build i mean the the moments of action are really fast-paced and like just amazing to play through i mean it's so good when you're in these like big staged combat areas like when you assault the mansion or different stuff like that yeah. but um the the general gameplay i mean if you took like the average like median moment of what somebody was doing they would just be riding their horse for like 45 minutes yes and it's <laughs> between point a and point b yeah, it's like go from one side of the map to the other. Yeah. And then there's it's like, always do it again. something in between. Do it again, bitch. Do it again. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest problem. There's always something in between. There's always somebody on the road saying, hey, stranger. Like, hey, that for that horse looks faster. Stop there. Uh, you know, it, there's always something that happens. Every, almost every point A to point B. Mm. So that makes uh, it kind yeah. of frustrating. Yeah. But... The fast yeah. travel is getting on a carriage that takes real time. You just <laughs> sit in the carriage as it goes to whatever location you wanted. And it's actually slower than just riding your horse. <laughs> That's fast travel? It's called slow travel. Yeah, it's, it's slow a new travel, concept yeah. that they're making. It's oh, just okay. them absolutely <laughs> whipping your ass for thinking that they would ever put fast travel in their game. How like, fuck you. dare you. <laughs> <laughs> now you get to do slow travel. Ugh. And, and fast travel is one horsepower. It's Think fast. about yeah. that. Yeah, literally. It's fast It's travel. like, how hard can I whip this horse to make it go maximum speed for the maximum amount of time without it dying? Because if it dies, you just have to fucking walk to town. Yeah. And that has happened to me. That sucks. Yeah, it's happened. Like, I, and it, it happened in the background. Um, Ashley took a picture the other day of, the, of Nux. Like, he was doing something. I don't know. And I was playing this game. And in the background, if you hold the live video and it, like, plays like a small video, mm. um, it says, a fucking horse wouldn't run into a tree. They just wouldn't do that. And that's the, that's the cap, like, the background. Like, if you hold the video, that's what it says. Like, I, I've had horses die because I'm going, you know, full speed. And there's a weird turn in the road and a tree in the middle. And the horse just hits the tree and breaks its neck. Jeez. I've had that happen. Yeah. I'm happen. like, why would it run into the tree? I was pressing right and the horse was trying to go left. Yeah. It's like, is this, am I on ice? Am I drifting? Like, Horses do be trying to drift sometimes. It's, it's wild. So, yeah. I don't know. It has, this game does, it has a lot of, a lot of issues. And, for me, it's always fucking nighttime. It can't always be nighttime, <laughs> but it is. And it's and guess it what? In like like eighteen eighty two, it is fucking pitch black at nighttime. Like there are no streetlights. The moon doesn't even work. It just it goes to straight darkness. It, it's like an eclipse. I Legend. hate it. <laughs> it's it's terrible. 
Um, and you have like a little lantern, and you can see a foot in front of you, and then you know you're killed by a mountain lion or something. <laughs> so good times. I didn't run into a lot of those, like cougars or mountain lions. Yeah, I ran into a lot of cougars, but very few mountain lions. You know what I'm saying, ladies? I no, like I think I. I mean, I think I. There was. Like there's a lot less line. than there was in the first game. Yeah. The first game, it was like the main enemy. It's like well, you would just be walking around, and all of a sudden you'd hear, <laughs> and it would just yeah. shoot out and like rip your legs off. <laughs> you had like literally, you had one. If you heard that noise, you had to go into like dead eye mode and catch it, or else you would die. <laughs> yeah, it would rip your horse's legs off, dude. And it, it, it would once, just be like yeah. a stump of a horse, still kind of crawling across the ground. Yeah, like one of them, one of them tabletopped my horse and then bit me in the throat and killed me. <laughs> Uh, it's cool. It's cool. All right, so that's pretty much what we've been up to. Uh, we'll jump into the games releasing, which is kind of like a. It's it's technically a lot of games. Um, yeah. So before we <laughs> jump into that, as always, you guys get the chance head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games and check all the top news and video games stuff that we talk about here. There for chat with us on the daily. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. And then of course Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this, sharing some different stuff over there. Uh, and then last but not least, our website, mammothgamesinc.com. Uh, so let's jump into the games releasing. Right. And there's a couple. They're more like re-releases. Yeah, the majority of it's re-releases. One the only actual new thing coming is on Tuesday the 26th. We're looking at the release of the Elder Scrolls Online Greymore expansion. Um, and that's an expansion, not a new game. Expansion, correct. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously I lost interest in Elder Scrolls Online when they finished saying the full title that included the words online at the end. Uh-huh. So, obviously I have no idea what this is really adding. Uh, you kind of were into this for a little while. Yeah, when it started... Um... I think my guild is still going. When I started it, nice. um, there were, uh, you know, just a handful of us, and then we started doing a role-playing guild, and it grew to be like two hundred and like fifty people. Mm. It was pretty big. Um, and then, you know, you kind of get the end game, and it's like there's nothing here. It's it's barren, and I think that's what this is trying to um, fix. Mm. So, you know, they've yeah. done, at this, you know, at this time, they've done, you know, they have Greymore coming out. They've done uh, a Dragonborn one, I think. They've done a yep. Morrowind one. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I did, I did, I, I liked the um, environments. It was cool to be able to go to um, Black Marsh. That right. was really rad. Go to, like, High Rock. And yeah, to kind of expand the the world of Tamriel more than a lot of the core games have done just because each core game is really set in one area. Yeah. Whereas the core games are super solid on uh, that area. It's you won't find, you're not going to play this and find a detailed Skyrim. You're going to find right. like a, a weaker version of Skyrim or Morrowind. Um, but those areas you've never been to before. It's really cool. Right. Um, so, uh, I, I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into what um, Greymore is adding. It looks like it's adding like um, more vampires and uh, possibly werewolves, which is a mm -hmm. typical Elder Scrolls yep. um, 
trope. Like, hey, when we don't know what to do, what enemy do we add? Let's add vampires. Yeah, it was the weakest um, expansion on Skyrim for sure. The vampire and werewolf stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kinda it sucks. was, it was, it was whatever. You know, yeah, it, it was fine. It added a lot to uh, your characters, like gameplay wise. It pro- mm. might have added the most content gameplay wise to your character. But it just um, wasn't like super interesting gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay wasn't really there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're still into this, I, I know people who are still playing. I see some of the. You know, some of my friends that um, carried on my guild, uh, and they're in the, like, well, like, a couple hundred of levels. Yeah. um, Which is insane. So. Interesting. But it looks like, yeah, it looks like this got pushed forward, because originally this was saying June 2nd. Uh, For consoles, June 2nd. Oh, okay, so for PC. So it's coming out for PC first. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Interesting. I, I, I missed that note, but uh, yeah, um, you can expect this one on uh, PC on the 26th, June second on the consoles. Right. Yeah. So then the other batch is a bunch of definitive editions, basically coming on uh, the 29th to the Switch. So we got the 2K Games uh, bundle. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's um, all the so the three. Bioshocks, right? Mm-hmm. The Bioshock uh, Collected Trilogy, or whatever it's called. Um, we got the uh, earlier Borderlands games. So, Borderlands with all the DLC, um, pre-sequel with all the DLC, and 2 with all the DLC, right? Right. And then, um, what was the other one? XCOM. XCOM. XCOM 2, right? Yeah. So, um, that's interesting, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Like I said before, I don't think this would be a place that I would play any of these games. No. Uh, I don't think it's ideal. the main place I would play these games. But, um, you know, if you're going on, like, a big trip or something, it could mm. be cool to, you know, take Borderlands with you. You know, have these... Yeah. Have the Borderlands... Hey, I've never... Like, maybe if you've never played them before, this could be... Or even if you want to play them and you're like, hey, I really enjoyed 3, I want to get that story, who was the Baroness, you know? Mm. Um, that's a good way to play it. I don't think I'd ever play XCOM on this. At all. For me. I don't think this is the place to no. do No. I don't think it's going to be capable, of really, of playing XCOM very well. I mean, it's going to look like shit. Yeah. And you can already tell it looks pretty rough. Yeah. Um, and the same for Bioshock. I would kind of lump Bioshock in with Borderlands. Mm. Um, I wouldn't expect to play Borderlands online at all. Which yeah, is, yeah. one of, like you were saying, probably one of the bigger reasons to get it. Um... Man, if but like, cross save was more of a bigger thing, I might think about it. Like if you were able to like have a save on a rigger and then take your switch and have the same save and just have something be secondary. Yeah, I yeah. Might, but that could be cool. Just to that, do little side missions in it. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool for a lot of games. Actually, yeah. I mean, it'd be yeah. nice to be able to like, like even thinking about like Red Dead. Like, oh, I have to go sell this stuff, or uh, but they can kind of achieve that with like, uh, like maybe even a companion app. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Um, so, ah, but, yeah. but Bioshock Infinite, you know? Yeah. Damn. Really do be like that. It's, it, it looks, it, it always looks good. Like, I, I know, uh, I think I mentioned, I went back and played the, um, like, beginning portion of Infinite pretty recently. 
you know, like where you run into Elizabeth for the first time and you're seeing Columbia for the first time. And it's still right. kind of breathtaking. Right. It's like, yeah. damn, that for is sure. a good looking place and it still looks good in the game. Yeah, I mean, all of the uh, the Bioshocks all have really strong opening. Yeah, yeah, like when you first see, like... And then they kind of just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just kind of go on a little too long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what we have coming up. Uh, again, um, the 26th, we have uh, the Elder Scroll Online Greymore for PC and then coming on the 2nd for consoles. And then Friday the 29th, um, we have the 2K bundle. Um, Bioshock Collection... Uh, Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel, and then mm-hmm. uh, um, XCOM 2. Uh, as well, you wrote down uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. And yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles as well. Definitive Edition coming to Switch, which was originally a Wii U game. Yes. So that's uh, what the Xenoblade... There's another Xenoblade game on the on the Switch already. Was that Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. So now they'll have the entire... Uh, the entire collection you can play on Switch. Right. I really wanted to like that game, but I just I couldn't get into mm. it. I don't know what it was. I yeah. I don't know. Goody, did you get into it? Um, I didn't play it. Um, I didn't play either of them. Um, I oh. know a lot of people do really like it uh, as a yeah. RPG. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I liked it a little bit, but I don't know. It maybe it was just a bad time that i started playing it yeah like maybe it just came out at a bad time and i was like burnt maybe. out and playing that kind of game or something especially with like jrpgs you, you kind of got to be in the mood yep. to like really For dive sure. into them exactly with my i mean i've been continuing to play like persona and i hit what the game considers about the halfway point and i'm like 50 hours in <laughs> i'm like i don't know if i'm finishing this <laughs> that's what happened to me it's so much yeah all right So, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the weekly news, but first, uh, checking out the Epic Game Store, because they're giving out some big boys. They've been really pulling out the big guns lately. Yeah, started with Grand Theft Auto V with this epic, um, Mm -hmm. what is it, like mystery something. Mm -hmm. Um, They unveiled that this week. Um, I'm not sure when that runs till. 28th. Yeah, 28th. You can pick up Sid Meier's Civilization VI for free. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a nice gift. Yeah. Talking about now, that right off of the heels right. of their announcement of, hey, this is what we're doing next uh, for the whole next year. Right, right. It's absolute, uh, like, Civ Six. like, to be fair, you are going to have to immediately go buy, like, $600 of DLC. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... I mean, if you want to get into, like... Yeah, if you're it's not game really I spent interested. just to kind of check it out and see. <clears throat> yeah. Great entry point. Great entry point. Sure. For sure. So, um, I mean, coming right off uh, us last week saying, I don't think there's anything that could get me back into Civilization VI. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely hard out, but still really cool. <laughs> we literally said that last week, and then this week, Epic's like, well, guess what, you son of a bitch. Just what, bitch? Here's Civ Six. Here it is. They heard you. They heard you. I mean, I think this is ideal for... Yeah, like you said, like, people that just never really got into it and didn't want to drop, like, 50 or 60 bucks to test something out to see if they liked it or not, so... So you get the chance uh, to test it out, and then if you do like it, you're going to be spending probably a good 250 bucks on DLC. Yeah, Yeah, I might be one of those people. I don't know. Oh, damn. I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out now, because... I don't know. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. The the, Epic Games crap 
I, I was a little late to the party on like getting stuff, but it seems like mm. every two weeks they're like, oh, here's this, here's this. I'm like, why wouldn't you just grab these free games? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've been. I think we've been singing their praise for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, it's probably been like at least a year at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. My, uh, like, I know my um, library is completely full of just free cools. I paid for one game. I no two games on there now because I bought yep. Man Eater there. Yep. But, and you got ten bucks off of that. <laughs> and I got ten bucks off of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Definitely good. All right, let's jump into the news. We don't have too much here. Uh, You know, just a few things that have been, um, you know, talked about and announced uh, over the last week. But um, I know moving forward as we get into early June, um, we have the um, Gorilla Collective announcement. Mm -hmm. There's going to be like a whole like three-day non... It's not E3, but it is going to be like a pseudo E3. Um, event that's going to be uh, gone over. I feel like the um, uh, the summer games uh, Jeff Keeley thing uh, has slowed down as of now. So I think mm-hmm. this is going to fill that gap, uh, and then uh, that will pick up. Jeff Keeley will pick up again. I feel like we're going to get a lot of system announcements out of him. Yeah. Um, so uh, kind of the calm before the storm. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's jump into let's jump into the weekly news. Yeah, there's some cool shit going on. So, um, first, a little bit of just some fan servicey type stuff. Um, the new uh, Total War Warhammer 2 DLC came out, mm-hmm. uh, which is a couple new, um, I guess, like a, a couple new nations to play as, or whatever they refer to them as. Um, and in one of those groups, there is a character that's voiced by Henry Cavill, the Witcher himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Henry Cavill's been like a big fan of Warhammer. He's. One of the things he was talking about with the uh, uh, the lockdown and everything is that he's been painting Warhammer figurines. Yeah. So yeah. I think after that came out, the Creative yeah. Assembly was like, "Hey, dude, want to like do a little do a little uh, teaser in the game here?" And he's like, "Sure." So he's a really minor character, but um, still get to hear his voice when he says like infiltrating the city and shit like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so. One of the bigger, I feel like this is a um, like a heavy DLC news episode, uh, and yeah. the first big portion of that is um, Bounty of Blood campaign add-on for Borderlands Three. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's titled. Uh, uh, let me see. June twenty fifth, you'll get to embark on a wild new adventure in Bounty of Blood, a fistful of redemption in Borderlands Three. Its third paid campaign add-on puts you against uh, a gang of beast riding outlaws in the frontier plain of uh, Ghana. I guess mm. sure. Um, so uh, looks pretty interesting. It, it uh, is this a shot at Red Dead? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I feel like is it a little bit. I mean, it's definitely uh, it's definitely playing on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean they use redemption, so. Um, but if you head over to Borderlands.com, you can get the full read on what this is. Uh, you know what this is all about. I'm interested. I, I know. I, like I'm going to play this just because, you know, I bought the season pass. Um, recently I'd ran through uh, the um. Love Gun and Tentacles, which was really cool. Mm. Uh, 
But if you go over to Borderlands.com, you can read this. Read through everything that's going on with this. Um, and if you do that before June 4th, uh, you can uh, grab this shift code at the bottom of the um, write-up. Uh, that'll get you a... Um, of course, for a... Uh, like, it's a golden key for the uh, box on Sanctuary 3. So, mm. they give those out pretty regular. I always say, uh, pay attention to... Um, you know, pay attention to their Twitter. Uh, they, they hand them out pretty, you know, pretty heavily. Um, so, some pretty good stuff. I'm, I'm excited to see where this, you know, kind of takes takes us because the DLCs usually always take you to a new interesting place, and this is where yeah. I feel like the um, team gets to have the most fun. It's kind of like um, Far Cry. Where it's like, okay, let's be serious and let's crank out this game. And then they're like, okay, let's do some wild outlandish shit. You guys want to go to space? Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like, they always do some crazy... Like, hey, why don't we set it in the 80s and have, like, mechanical dinosaurs? Um, yep. Like, all over the place. Where's that and DLC? that's fun. Yeah. Is that Blood Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's the, this one's just the first... Uh, We'll talk about um, another, uh, I would say, smaller DLC here in a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, not a whole lot going on, but one of the notable things, um, which is something that I just thought was notable because we're hearing a lot about this of of different, uh, different companies, but Tencent has been announced to basically be like a publishing partner or production partner for System Shock 3 through uh, Other Side Entertainment. So, System Shock 3, um, I think that was the one that they allowed us to play. Uh, they had, like, this big demo event. I and there recall. was I know I played a System Shock game. I don't think it was System Shock 1 Remastered. Okay. I think it was System Shock 3. I can't remember, but it felt really rough. And every time I see System Shock, where I was really excited, um, like that face, just it, it, it bums me out a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely like, it, it's hard to take something on like this because... Um, of how like beloved it is? It's very beloved. And then also, it's like, the original System Shock was made under really unique conditions it was like a boom era in video games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um again a lot of the people that came out of this went on to create shit like uh, the new deus ex games the new ghost in, or uh civilization the holy shit um right um no it was somebody else what uh they went on to make uh dishonored uh the new thief games i mean a lot of the people ended up either at their own studios or kind bioshock. of forming a new leadership yeah bioshock um so, it is really hard to go back. I mean, like, there is a System Shock 3. It's Bioshock, right? Right. Like, there is a System Shock 3. Right. It's the new Deus Ex games. Like, um, this is, it seems like going back to a dead-end evolutionary track and being like, yo, what if, uh, you know, we brought uh, Hyacinth bugs back? And it's like, they died because they were, because their time was over. Like, you know, System Shock 1 and 2 happened, and then the world moved on, and it's been, like, 30 years. So, yeah. it's very strange. But, uh, more power to them. Other side is uh, involved with Warren Spector, right? 
look into that. I'm not sure. Yeah, what was I thinking? You're thinking of Sid Meier. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's not him, though, that worked out Looking Glass. No. That created something interesting. Um. Um. I, like, have to look now. I'm like, who? Yeah. Who, who all worked? Who all worked here? Um. Looking Glass was, like, iconic. Um. I mean, uh, like, Looking Glass has been... So they did System Shock Thief, Thief 2, <laughs> System Shock 2, Ultima, several Ultima games, um, mm -hmm. Terra Nova, uh, they were involved in Command and Conquer. So, like, they have a lot of notable people. I'm trying to see if uh, they have a list of, like, notable employees or something. That's what I was looking for. Uh, yeah, Ken Levine. Of course. Um, following somebody formed Floodgate Entertainment, which was eventually acquired by Zynga. Um, oh, and that's the guy that left and created uh, Other Side. That's interesting. But, uh, yeah, a lot. Damn. I, I really want to find, like, a whole list of the, like, impressive people that worked, mm -hmm. that worked on this. Um, yeah, Richard Garriott, obviously. He's one of the people who went on with uh, Ultima. Did they make Destruction Derby? Probably. They yeah. made a lot of, like, tackier shit in the very for, beginning. For N64? <laughs> yeah. Destruction Derby was, I mean, it, it definitely wouldn't hold up to this day, but I remember playing this, and it's like, I, I was into racing games back then, still. Mm -hmm. um, but this one was a completely different thing. This was like... Let's see how beat up you could make everyone else's car while not beating your car up. Right. It was just fun. It was like just you know, kind of dumb fun. Yeah, Warren Spector is involved in Other Side Entertainment, so. Nice. Uh, he didn't found it, but he's in there somewhere. But yeah, oh. I think it's weird because like a lot of people, a lot of gamers, quote unquote, get like super pissed when they hear anything about Tencent. So like when this announcement came out, every single comment is like, uh, oh great that game's ruined and shit like that and it's like Tencent is like from everything I've heard they're like an ideal publishing partner because they don't really get involved they're not interested in creative stuff like they don't try to get in and like alter your vision or anything I mean they own Riot so like yeah, have they ruined I, anything? I mean ha what have they ruined? <laughs> like people just assume that when they hear about a big publisher oh therefore this will become EA like any minute now and it's mm. like, there's no evidence of that. Yeah. Um, they're just a big funding partner. I mean, it's obviously, you know, the company is like part of the Chinese government. So like, this is just the Chinese government trying to get a foothold in a branch of entertainment. Right. And they've, Tencent makes movies. I mean, it's a, they're, they're like Sony almost. Um, so it's like, it, this is just them trying to get a mass market, you know? Cause like, that's a big part of the, you know, Chinese strategy is not, hey, let's make the best whatever in the world. It's, hey, let's take over some of these companies that already do it really good and then use their shit. Yeah. Let you them know. continue. Just fund them just, to be able to just fund continue them and to then, do the things that we like. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, it's cool. I don't know a lot of the things that Tencent has done besides, like, Riot and a couple other games, but do you think people's worry is um, maybe having, like, the, uh, yeah. the legal legends, like, model? 
Well, what is the? I mean, the League of Legends model is the most successful free-to-play game mm-hmm. of its era. Like, it, it's completely free. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, yeah. what is the nightmare scenario there that you'll be able to play a good game for? Yeah, free? I don't know. I, I just, I just think people don't like the idea. They would prefer to pay for their product rather than get their product for free and then pay for a ton of small shit with the product. Yeah. I don't I, think I, they I don't like the. Like, I don't. I, mean, I, I think they don't like the opportunity to pick the wrong stuff. Yeah. I mean, I they get, like someone to tell them. I get that mm-hmm. maybe that's why people would have the issue. I've never personally had that issue because it's just like, especially if a game's like free and like, just don't spend anything. Yeah, money. just don't. You know, yeah. have some, 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 uh, some will. Yeah. It's not like anything is, like, not skill-based, right? Yeah. Like, you can't buy an ability to be better at the game. I mean, unless they give you abilities to make you better at the game. Which they typically don't. Here's a god mode. But, I mean, I think, for me, that hurts studios who do that. With something like, um, you know, with something that's like, hey, this is free. Uh, If you want to spend money, you can get this cosmetic stuff. You're usually not going to get any money out of me. Mm-hmm. Right. The biggest thing rare. you'll get you'll you'll get money out of me for will be if there's like a season pass and I'm really into it, you know, yeah, to yeah. jump in for that season like Apex Legends or something. Um, but even that's pretty rare. I think I've only done that for like two seasons, and I've never yeah. done it for any other game except Apex. Yeah, Legends. which is which is weird because people have a problem with that too, and I've never I still never had an issue with that. Like I don't see a problem of like if there's a game <laughs> I really really like, why wouldn't I want to have more of it? Right, you spend thirty bucks a year, or forty bucks a year, or something on a game. Typically, one game you'll spend sixty bucks a year. Mm-hmm. Right. So either way, you're saving money and you're getting the same amount of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And again, you yeah. don't have to. And you don't have to. You can continue to just play this game and look like a piece of shit with your terrible skins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> Tencent does partly own Epic Games. Terrible. Yes, oh, yes, Tencent yeah, does. No, yeah, yeah. Part of it. Um, they're partial owners. We talked about um, that, I think, a few months back. Yeah, um, they're partial owners in PUBG. Almost, I, I think they're complete owners. Um, they have 5% ownership of Ubisoft. Do they have part of Bungie? They have, uh, I think they're, well, let me see what the whole list is here. 80% ownership in Grinding Gear Games, that makes Path of Exile. Full ownership of Riot, 84% ownership in Supercell, 40% ownership in Epic, 15% ownership of Glue Mobile, 5% ownership of Activision Blizzard, 5% ownership of Paradox, 9% of Frontier in the UK, majority ownership in Switzerland-based Miniclip, full ownership of Norwegian publisher Funcom, minority share in Japanese developer Platinum, minority share in German developer Jaeger. Weren't they doing something with Bungie? Yeah. Hang on. I think they're helping to. They're helping I think they're, push their next thing. Yeah, they're gonna help. They're gonna publish Bungie's next thing. Oh, no, wait, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if they're the same. Actually, it's NetEase. They oh. own NetEase, I think. Okay. Yeah, do they own NetEase? Do they? Actually, NetEase is Korean, so they probably don't. Yeah, I think that is. I, I get that confused too. The NetEase and, um, and Tencent. Tencent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of the interesting thing is also like, has Tencent ever? I mean, System Shock. I mean, if it's like Bioshock is like a single player like story based game isn't it yeah um mm-hmm. well it's like a it's almost like a shooter RPG it's like an early shooter RPG it's like Deus Ex but like Tencent doesn't they most of the games are like something they they can have that ba- that model off of like like League of Legends like a like a multiplayer thing where they can sell you costumes and stuff have they well ever- I mean they I don't they don't 
like the, the the issue is like people say these different things like oh Tencent prefers where you can do XYZ all of those games already existed with those already having those monetization strategies yeah. and then they just like so they're a partial you know 5% 10% owner in yeah. Ubisoft or whatever Ubisoft has figured out their structure way before Tencent ever gave them a call yeah I mean I don't know so I wouldn't like, say if they prefer I'm just saying like a lot of their they just happen of, to end up yeah they just happen to end up it. so this would be interesting to see now they have something that's not in that model how they handle that right i think it's going to be very similar to i mean that's just a lot of the ways that people complain about how games make money now like sorry but that's the profitable way to make games yeah like, especially if you the reason that there's so many bucks. like yeah the reason there's so many shitty like um like kingdom multiplayer war management mobile games is because they make a shit ton of money mm-hmm. like mm. It, they wouldn't make money if people didn't spend money on them. So it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like it sucks because... This is on these, you. A lot of these companies end up <laughs> making shit that a lot of people don't like, right? But then also it's like, well, what can you do? Like, they're they're catering to their market. Like, they're, they're giving people what they want. So, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully they... I mean, it, it seems like they're a company that just says, Hey, I like what you're doing. Keep doing it. Here's some cash. So hopefully they just keep doing that. That'd be ideal. For sure. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the way to go. Um, and you know, a lot of these like a lot of these places are going to be uh, and and it is a slippery slope. I do wonder if this is exactly what like BioWare was thinking. You know what I mean? Before they it got could like, be. picked up. Yeah. So it it's a slippery slope, it's a dangerous but for the short term for everything that I'm seeing right now, this is looking. They good. haven't, yeah, they haven't done anything necessarily yet to like really inspire fear. But that's not to say that it doesn't look like they ever will, right? They definitely could. So for sure. we'll just have to kind of see, but really no evidence yet. Definitely. Um, but yeah. All right. So uh, after that, um, we got a first character customization trailer for the sims competitor paralives um which is it looks like they're doing pretty much all their funding off of patreon which they're you know they got a tidy little sum of money going on over there it's pretty cool yeah getting a good monthly flow yeah yeah it looks cool like i like the environment i like the the stylization of the art um yeah what i dislike is what you see um Probably about twelve seconds into the into the video, uh, where you click on an object and then your character kind of like the way it kind of walks over, and it seems like it's walking. Where in the yeah, Sims you can kind of click places and tell them to go. I feel yeah. like this is going to be clicking on objects and you bouncing between objects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of like a more and more it makes point and click adventure kind of. Yeah. It makes the game feel cheaper to me. Definitely. Um, but with that being said, the booty the, slider do the, be powerful. The customization, <laughs> the customization looks cool. Um, you know, being able to like make your character look exactly how they want. You can have, you can th- th- like this woman. She can put her boobs on her collarbones if she wants, mm-hmm. um, and her ass can be up. straight up on her lower back. Yeah, that is the uh, general customization I was looking for. Yeah. Finally, this dude. Is, yeah, like CD Projekt Red's over here copying their homework. This is this is CD Projekt Red. We just didn't know. <laughs> Shit, this is a Splinter Crew. This is 
This is no, no. This whole game is how you just customize your genitals in Cyberpunk. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like you have to create a whole character and play a game from beginning to end, and then it pops out and you get out of the simulation in Cyberpunk. Import your character to like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Would you like to use this hog? <laughs> like, good god. Okay. <clears throat> But it looks kind of cool. I mean, it's something that we've talked about already. Where it's like, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, the biggest thing. How like, are you really going to stand out from the Sims, right? Yeah, that's the biggest thing that you said. Like, and I, I fully agree. Yeah, you know, Sims has been around for like 25 years or something. It's been just stacking content. Yeah, and it's not like, hey, uh, let's reinvent everything that we're doing and start from scratch, which they kind of right. do when the new. Uh, yeah. You know, when the new game comes out, it has fewer features than the very end of the last game, but then they build up again, uh, creating these new features, and they're taking everything that they learned previously and bringing it into uh, the new game. So, it's like 25 years of developing one title, basically. Um, just like, it's like a huge ongoing game. Um, mm. And to create a brand new game out of that, mm. that's... That's a, a tall order. I mean, this, it looks like it's got really good customization features, but one of the things I'm I'm not seeing from it is kind of like the the personality and charm that The Sims has that they're gonna have to compete with. Yes. Yeah. I think that'll sure. be the big factor in deciding whether people jump off of this, off of Sims for this. Yeah, I had no idea that this was even a thing. You know, Filter brought this up, and he was like, "Hey, this is really cool." Yeah, this is the first um, time I'm hearing. And and it's pretty early and i I just uh i i guess need to see more i would like to see actual gameplay like what are you doing not customizing but you know is this this an indie game or is it like who's making this it's indie okay it's like a small team i think it was created just to make this so yeah it seems like it's very this is what they're working on first is like the the detailed customization and we'll get more and more yeah as it goes on so something yeah. to keep an eye on for sure, for sure. yeah um, they also have a, another video that we just like I just kind of swapped over to um, it's what you were talking about where you can swap around the pieces of the um, like you can create like a desk and you can stretch it to be as long as you want mm-hmm. and you can customize where the drawers are and then mm-hmm. you can put things on it and you show them like stacking stuff up on the like um, like on the walls and you're putting things on the desk um, you know, kind of cool. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at one that's like they're building a house and making like curved walls and these weird little rooms with like the customization features is is really what's impressive here. Yeah, the I, I think one of the really cool things that they did was they had um they had a lamp like a desk lamp sitting on the desk. They mm-hmm. moved it to the floor and then grabbed the like the lampshade and they extended the bar. They made it taller, so now it's yeah. the floor. It's a floor lamp. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That looks like it, yeah. it looks like the this is what they're focusing on first is customization. Yeah, customization. Just full Which is really customization cool. of everything. It's really cool. Yeah, pretty wild. So uh, you know, if you guys haven't checked out Para Lives, go check it out. Um, I, I expect probably uh, some sort of like a boom in the um, like market for this game. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Competition like at some point, it's gonna blow up. Kind of reminds me of like the whole uh, what was that Pokemon game that was like not Pokemon that came out a little while. Oh, Temtem. Temtem. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just 
they just t- kind of blew my mind. I was hoping that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching the bed portion when mm-hmm. they create bunk beds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, don't mind. Wow. If I just that was fucking cool. back bunk beds. Yeah, it is. Really, it is really cool. They have a lot of like really quick videos, so definitely go <laughs> go subscribe to Paralyzed yeah. on Twitter. Uh, they know on, what they're doing. YouTube. I mean, yeah, you're like, hey, here's this quick video showing how to uh, you know take a dump in our game. Um, <laughs> yeah, check I out, need that for real life. Check out the curved walls and split levels one. There's some cool stuff what? in there. You can Hell put yeah. the toilet paper rolls on <laughs> <laughs> on the wall, and you can decide which way the toilet paper goes to level that, customization i did not know if, I if i see if i walk into somebody's fucking house and their toilet paper is upside down I'm burn it down them. we're done i'm destroying the house and i'm gonna execute their can family I, in front of them can i make a <laughs> can i make a house with a bathroom where the toilet paper is just so high out of reach <laughs> i'm gonna make it's the toilet sorry. really tall so they're in the dunker <laughs> a double decker dunker <laughs> it's on the ceiling <laughs> it's on and the that, ceiling and yeah. and the only way to cut it is with uh, uh you know those um things that you would have like in uh in school where it's like the big flat top with the big arm that cuts construction paper. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it's how you that, gotta chop that, your shits. And it's on the ceiling. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to climb on up. You have guests come over. Well the bathroom's right through there. Good, so I got if you guys luck. need the uh the eight foot ladder, let me know. I usually just leave the step stool in there and I kinda jump it. <laughs> but uh, I can get the full ladder out for you. Remember uh, that that Tosh point oh where he uh, went on Shark Tank and he had the um, yeah, high, yeah, the yeah, high yeah. toilet the high exactly. drop toilet. Exactly. He had a like a trampoline. He'd have to run and jump off of, and then turn around and land up on the toilet <laughs> and land all, ass first. Also, he yeah. didn't get splash back when he took a dump. Yep. <laughs> What an idiot. But actually, wouldn't that make the splash worse? Because you're now dropping this thing at, like, full There's speed. There's no way it would reach you, right? There's I don't, just, I, I it's mean, not possible. I don't know. I might if, you be cannonball from a, if you cannonball from a greater height, you get a bigger splash. That's true. You know? How do we stop... Don't know. How do we stop this? This is something that we... Don't. I think that's a pre-show thing that we'll talk about next week. Stuff. Uh, so, um... The last bit is uh, the smaller DLC that we were talking about coming to Neo 2. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's getting uh, some new missions um, and a uh, and a photo mode. I'm not sure what else they could be getting. But every time I see this, I have to kind of look away. Because I want to play it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to sink a bunch of time into this when... You know, we have some really big stuff coming up, and I have, right. you know, I have to finish this candy bar before I open another. Trying to stay focused over here. And this game is not helping with that. I know if I pick this up, Goody, if you pick this up and you're like, hey, let's, let, let, you know, let's jump into this and see what two players like, I, I would just, do that literally in that. 10 minutes. After yeah. we're done with the show, I would do that. <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> it could be that soon. So, uh, keep me posted. You're, you're, you're my eyes on the ground on if we end up doing this. <laughs> I will do. I mean... it's a lot of power. I still... I haven't played two yet, but Neo, Neo's fantastic. It was mm-hmm. probably my favorite of the, uh... I don't know. These kinds of, like, Souls-Borne games. I don't know what people are calling them now. Yeah. Um, even Sekiro. I was hoping Sekiro was going to be somewhat Neo-ish. And I still think Neo has the best of the combat um, and that's I, why I'm interested. Like, yeah. I, I know we can play, you know, I know we can play these, um, you know, together. I, I've played 
I played Neo one with uh, two other people. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't know. I'm interested in actually playing. And that was just uh, I think I think that was an early access that we ended up getting. We ended up getting. Um, um, I think it was right before the beta came out. It was something. It was through an email thing that a few of us ended up getting, um, and that was really cool. We played pretty much. I think I played through that like twice, mm-hmm. mm. and it was fun. So um, I'm kind of basing picking up two off of that for sure. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you know, just some extra stuff for Neo. Um, let me see. Is there a price on this? Um, they, they also said that they're happy to announce the first of these thrilling DLC packs called uh, Tenug's Disciples will kick off uh, July 30th. Also an added bonus that we have prepared. Eh, don't need that. Uh, that little bit. And I'm not seeing a price for yeah, I don't the know DLC. If announced that. Yeah, I don't think for any of the DLCs. Yeah. Um, so but I think the, fo- know, the photo mode and everything's free. Yeah, the photo mode's free. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. know about the like missions, and they're talking DLC. about this. Uh, um, these three major updates that they have coming to it. Mm. Three. Um, yeah. Uh, we're planning to release a total of three sizable and badass DLC batches over the next several months. Um, there'll be a new storyline, um, new bosses, new guardian spirits, new skills, fresh armor, new weapons, altered performance of skills outside of set stance. Um, and on top of that, a new difficulty level at the end of the game. Or new difficulty level and in-game content that'll allow... Uh, the game, the campaign to grow. That's interesting, but no price. So, um, if you're really into Neo, definitely keep your eyes and ears open. I imagine we'll probably get a bit more info on this, uh, probably within the next week or so. Uh, seeing as how they're saying that these are starting to kick off um, July 30th, I imagine we'll hear something about this at the um, Gorilla Collective show. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's pretty much the whole show. Kind of a shorter show this week. Didn't have a lot of news, but the floodgates, like you know, like, like we said, they're getting ready to open, getting close mm. to Last of Us. Um, yeah, Sony's and, out here trying to make some money. Yeah, yeah they're you know the the system announcements are kind of any day now. The damn uh, break. Yeah. So um, stay tuned, of course, uh, to get all that news first and foremost. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. It doesn't hurt to follow us over on Twitter as well, at Mammoth Games Inc. And stay tuned over on our website, mammothgamesinc.com. Uh, thanks for hanging out for the show. We appreciate you. Until next time, I'm Night Swarm. I'm Filtercord. I'm Goody. Have a good one.